a listener production. Hi, the person you have called is not available. Please leave a short 10-second message after the tone for... The Howie Games Hotline. G'day and welcome along to Howie Hotline Edition 5. It has been a while. It's been a long summer. Hope you had a fantastic summer. Das is here, ready to go. Hello, G'day, big boy. How are you? A bit underprepared, I've got to say. You've got to do two no, things. One is get the opener ready. Two has got the questions ready. And from what I can gather, you've done zero of those two functions. Well, we're here. We've got two microphones, so give me credit for that, Mark. Okay, we okay. are here. Now, if you want to get yourself involved in the Howie hotline, send the questions through. It's 0434 694 301. That's 0434 694 301. Send us a voice message, a WhatsApp message. All the details are in the show notes because we need your questions because let's be honest, us, I've lost a few over the summer. I need to be frank. Oh, yeah, what happened there? Well, a few technical hitches. I didn't turn the hotline on for two test matches yep. over the uh, Australia Indy Series because I had a little bit on. And when I turned it on, it said you've got 23 messages. Mm-hmm. And somehow between attempting to play those back in the recorder and actually hitting record, they disappeared. So I'm blaming... It blew up. Well, I'm blaming the server. I'm not blaming it. It wasn't me. And we've got a third person here today. Uh, Nikki is here. Hello. Hi, boys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Just where do you fit into the equation? Because Darcy said you're here doing... Uh, I'm the new boss, actually. Right, the oh. new boss. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You are actually not quite the new boss. You're here on a, like a, a placement. You've just come out of university and apparently there's a podcasting course at uni these days. Yeah, that's right. Um, up in Sydney at Afters. How long does it take? It takes a year. And it teaches you to podcast? Teaches you to podcast. What's the key to podcasting? Uh, as Dar said before, hit record. Also, don't forget the opener. Right, yeah, and get the question. All right. I think you and I should okay. go and do this course. Okay. I think we need to go and do this course so we can figure out what we're doing. All right, uh, so if your question is not played, it's because Dars lost it. That's what I'm going with okay. and send it okay. in again. Also, I guess it's a, it's um, just another reminder to people, if they send in via WhatsApp, yep. that is the preferred it is. method. Because uh, we can't lose it then. Because we can't lose it and they sound way better. So all you need to do is record on your phone, on your voice memo or whatever, and then you just whack it through on the WhatsApp to the phone number and off we go. Yep, that's it. Easy, Easy. done. Yes. How was your summer? Really good. Good. Really good. You know, I got out and about, which is uh, all we could hope for during the middle of the year, wasn't it? I'm glad one of us did. I got to go to a couple of test matches, then sat in a studio calling test matches, not at test matches. But it was fun. It was fun. Ripping, ripping test series. Well done to the Indians. All right, let's roll it. What have we got? G'day, Howie, Das, Pickle and the Big Penguin. Craig calling in from Yapoon up on the coast of central Queensland. It's right next to your fork. Love your work on the podcast so far, mate. Especially enjoyed the moment episodes. Mick Fanning in particular. Really great stuff, mate. Just wanted to ask if you had any more moment episodes in the pipeline. Cheers, mate. Hello, Craig. Nice gag. What do you think of the gag, the Yapoon and your fork? <laughs> That's pretty good. AI. Got the feeling that wasn't the first time. It's <laughs> so the moment, how many did we do? Four or five, uh, I think we did. Four or five. Yeah, Bit four of a blast or five. It there. was. It was probably a year and a half, two years ago. So check the I feed. Three. Is it? Is it yeah, three it was, years ago? We did one with ago. Jared Lyle, yep. a superstar who is sadly no longer with us. One with Mick Fanning. One on the Socceroos. Yes. So they were more your audio documentaries, weren't you? So Jason we, McCartney. Yeah, Jason McCartney and what and what happening in Bali and him coming back and playing a game of AFL football. We discussed on an earlier version of the hotline how long it took us to put together a typical episode. So if we just had Nick Natanui coming out, I figured it was probably 15 hours my end and probably five, six hours your end. Yep. How long do you reckon the moment took us? 
Oh, I, I, it took no, me, I think, an episode would have taken 150 hours. Mm. And then what about when it came to your end? I don't know. How long? 20 hours an episode? Yeah. Maybe. They're, they're full on. It wasn't. I wasn't making them back then. That was Blacko. No, it was. Um, who put those together, some fantastic audio production on his end. But uh, compared to the Howie games, those things are your real sort of sports doco they were, style they were. podcast. ESPN does a fantastic job on them, and I was really happy with the way they turned out, but I just think a little bit too much effort in the long run. There is definitely an opportunity there. Mm. We probably just need to carve a bit of yeah. time in the calendar. But if anyone hasn't listened to them, mm. uh, you can just go back in the Howie yeah. Games feed. Yeah, they're in the feed. Uh, the moment, they're called. That's it. Good on you, Craigie. G'day, Howie. Webby here. Mate, given the time it took to get Kelly on the show and the fact that he's your hero, um, was the interview everything you hoped for? Uh, I, I felt personally that he probably lacked a bit of openness and didn't give you the full respect that you probably deserved, but I certainly hope that you had a better experience with it. Keep up the good work, mate. Cheers. Good on you, Webby. Well, that's a multifaceted question. Firstly, I don't think Kelly Slater needs to give me any respect because he's got 11 world surfing titles and I was just asking you questions. A lot of people got in touch with me about Kelly because I, I want to explain to people what happened to us, and you, you're partly aware of this. So we said to the great man Kelly, who took four years to get on the show, and I loved every part of it. I listened to it back fully. Normally I send you the edit, and I probably don't go back and listen to it, but I wanted to listen back to the whole thing. And I was pumped with the way he spoke, and I thought he was in-depth about what it takes to be elite. So I thought he was really giving with his time, and I found he really thought about his answers. So Webby, I couldn't have asked for more. What a lot of people were asking on social media, there was noise in the background. Oh, yes. So, so this is what happened, Guru. <laughs> I said to Kelly, it's going to take about an hour. Yeah. So we got an hour in and I hadn't even scratched the surface. And in the background, first his mate rolled in waiting for him to go and do something. And he told his mate, no, no, I'm still doing this podcast, which I think we cut out in the end. But what we couldn't get rid of, his beautiful partner, I don't think it's his wife, it's his partner, started cooking. <laughs> and she was cooking for about 45 minutes. So you hear her cutting up the <laughs> onions and banging the spoons together. And, t- and a lot of people thought it was Kelly cooking cooking uh, while he was uh, talking to me. So I got quite a few messages saying, oh, I thought Kelly could have given you a bit more of his time and a bit more of his attention. He was there, but it got to the point 15 minutes into the cooking and for everybody that wants to know, it was stir fry. Okay. So many people <laughs> want to know what he was cooking. It got 15 minutes in. So we're now an hour and 15 minutes in, Guru. And I'm thinking, right, do I pull up the 11-time world champion's partner and say, do you mind stop cooking? Yep. But then is he going to look at his watch and say, mate, we're already 15 minutes over. I can smell my dinner. It smells amazing. Maybe we should finish this here. So I you just, just roll I just rolled on. Yeah, I didn't say anything. On. And I thought to myself, Das will be able to sort it out in post. And you just didn't. <laughs> you just didn't. You just didn't. Okay, Mark. Okay, Mark. <laughs> so I, I couldn't have been more pleased with Kelly, but that was his partner cooking in the background. It wasn't Kelly. Right. But overall, the interview? Yeah, I, I was with pumped it? with it. Yeah. And he he's he's obviously so competitive. We've, um, let me just say this. We've shared a couple of messages since, oh, me and the king. Geez, right. And his last message was, no problem, let me know how it goes, let me ha- know how many people listen, because mm-hmm. he's obviously that competitive, yeah. but only tell me if the feedback is good. 
Okay. So the feedback is good. So we need to get in touch with him because there's been a serious number of downloads on it, a massive number, in fact. So, so good on him. Next time, he's, are you guys going to go and hit up 13th next time he's down your way? Yeah, we'll probably get shacked together yeah, in the right. king. Cool. <laughs> no, I'm not sure <laughs> we're at that level. Thanks for the question, though, Webby. It was a good one. G'day, Dino. Nice spot, Warren Ponds, near your old stomping ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about this once. We talked about actors and how we'd be fascinated to find out the process. I- I've got a email in with a ridiculously high-profile actor at the moment that I sent them about three weeks ago through somebody else. Exactly what you're talking about, Dino, just about the process and how you go about auditioning and how you start a career and then what it's like when you're getting a $10 million check. Haven't heard back from the aforementioned person. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have also suggested off the back of the chat I had with Gilly doing a travel-style podcast. Yeah, right. I reckon that is a good idea. I think it's a really, really good idea. I've had a look out there and a listen out there. There's none that have really captured me. I don't want to give away our secrets, but I think if you could structure a podcast where people are, you're interviewing them and they're telling you travel stories as I was with Gilly, I think there's a massive market out there. I think it's a really underutilised part of the podcast field. Maybe it's something you need to sort yourself out with. Um, with all that years training you've done. What do you think? You think it could be I, I think it's a I, – yeah, I do. I think if you were looking to branch out into something other than sport, I think after listening to that interview with you and Gilly, that seems like a very natural fit. Yeah. I think, I think a lot of people probably would have listened to that and uh, thought you're a lot of – a lot more of a worldly character than uh, than I sound. Than you sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, we will think about the Howie Games of Travel, but we probably need a little bit more time. But yes, good suggestion, though. Good suggestion. Did you enjoy the the reflection? We're not self reflection since. Uh, um, no, I don't think so. No, I I found it excruciating at the time for about the first 20 minutes. And then, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Gilly did a really good job and I was really unsure about the feedback, but the feedback was really, really positive. I guess people listen to you on the radio or watch you on the telly talking about sport and it's natural to think that that's what you are and that's all you are. It's Everyone gets stereotyped. So, yeah, I think it surprised a few people, but the feedback was really good, mate. So, Great. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks yeah. for that, Dan. Good on you, Dino. G'day, Howie. Ross from Tawoon Bay. In New South Wales, I uh, love the show. Been listening to it from day one, um, and I am wanting to know if you have a way of analysing your downloads. Because I'm curious to know how many of your listeners are now from overseas, um, maybe brought to the show by some of your overseas guests. You know, like Brian Lara, Michael Vaughan, etc. Uh, I'd be really curious to know what sort of percentage of downloads come from overseas. Thanks, guys. Keep up with the work. Great question, Roscoe. So Podcast One, who has now changed to Listener, Listener, sends a pretty detailed report every month and it breaks it down into territories in Australia. So within Australia, the most listeners are in Victoria, yeah, right. followed closely by New South Wales. But then you do get a non-Australian percentage. So at this stage with the stats, the raw stats we have, you don't know exactly where the international audience base is, mm-hmm. but you get a percentage of people listening outside Australia. And in the last year, that's gone up significantly. So it, I think it was at about 8%. I think yeah. it's at about 22%. Right. 
Right. Which is good. Yeah. And that's, you know, we've made a genuine effort to do that by getting Ian Botham on, by getting Michael Vaughan, Kelly Slater, Brian Lara, by getting international guests on. And we're trying to continue down that path. Sure. Um, I was having a chat with some guys for an operation called Podboard not long ago for a podcast they do, and they can see exactly where your international downloads are coming from. And they were going to send me a rundown of where those numbers come from. But, mate, I've had messages from people in Malta, and I had a guy message me yesterday from Reykjavik that Mm. he was listening. So some of them are Australians, but a lot of them are, I don't know how they come across it. Sure. But that is the way of the future, I think, to increase the international audience because there's only such a size audience here in Australia. Totally. But I also think doing uh, doing something like this where you get listener feedback, it's all well and good when you see the stats on the computer or whatever, but when you actually hear someone sending a voice message and they're listening Mm. in Sweden or they're listening in Canada or something that really, I guess, drives home the fact that it is a truly international operation. People can listen from anywhere. Saying that, it sounds like most of the people who have messaged in are expats. Yeah, gives a lift though when people say, if you're listening to this overseas, just send us a uh, WhatsApp, even if you're... uh don't have anything to ask us. Just send us your name and where you're listening in from. We'd be pumped with that. But, yeah, the audience is definitely growing overseas significantly, and I guess at the end of the day that's the only way we can continue to grow the podcast. Good question. Hey, Howie, Mel from Orange. Loving the podcast. It's been a great way to break the silence while working from home for the last few months. I think I'm completely caught up on everybody now. I had to listen to them in chronological order, much to my husband's disgust, but I keep telling him how would we listen to amazing people we've never heard of if we didn't listen to them all. Anyway, I have a quick question for you. Have you ever done a podcast with anyone that's not made it to air at all? Maybe you weren't happy with it, didn't go as planned, didn't go the way you wanted it to. Also, I just have a couple of suggestions. A bit left of fear would be Grant Denyer. His whole career has been up and down, I guess, and interesting in motorsport um, with accidents and commentary and everything else along the way. Also, I would love to hear from Sean Abbott. I think he's had quite the roller coaster. I think now his recent pick into the test squad would be pretty amazing achievement. Cheers. I'll start backwards going forwards. Thanks, Mel, and I'm glad you're listening in Orange. Sean Abbott would be a fascinating podcast, mm. but it's one that would have to be handled very delicately due to what happened with the late Philip Hughes. That would be an interview where you'd have to really have someone's trust and full understanding. I know Sean, but I don't know him that well. That would be interesting. The second part of that, Grant Denyer. Yes. So I know Grant Denyer very, very well. Ah, from Channel 10 days. From Channel 10. So he left to go to – he was the quirky guy on the news at Channel 10 in the day that would do the dog up a tree story just before the sport. He left to go to Channel 7, and I started at Channel 10 as the quirky guy in sport doing the dog up a tree story. Um, (laughs) I've worked worked with him over the years at Bathurst as well. Um, Lucky enough to call him a friend. He would be a fascinating story. He had an enormous crash in a monster truck Mm. doing a story. I remember that. Yeah, and busted his back and he was really crook for a long time. Um, He would be a fascinating story. So, yeah, maybe we get the little guru on, the little uh, superstar that he is. He lives in a farm outside Bathurst, thinks he's a farmer because he's got three cows. Also, Mal, uh, another podcast on listener Rusty's Garage yes. has done a has done an episode there with Grant Denyer just about his uh, you know his various escapades in motorsport. Oh, he's so, driven around Bathurst and all yeah, sorts of stuff. If you uh, if you wanted to know more about him, check that out. That's right. And the first part of that question was relating to episodes that haven't gone to air. I spoke on a previous Howie Hotline about an Australian cricketer who became. Uh, South African in the end, Mike Hazeman. I lost that one. There hasn't been one we've recorded that hasn't 
gone to. What about air? old mate who did the intro song? Oh yes, <laughs> yes, that's the only one. Billy Mystic. We recorded one with Billy in the early days. Um, you recall that story? That's I'm not right. sure if we told that story here, but I think we did. Basically, he was smoking a cigarette the size of a carrot, and he didn't have tobacco in it. And <laughs> and how he how he how he got a contact high passively and inhaled. <laughs> well, I didn't inhale Bill Clinton style, but just the smoke dropped. So it probably didn't quite fit. But he he did give us the song to play on the podcast, which a lot of people asked about. So if you're interested in the song. Google Billy Mystic Jamaica because that that's where the song Try, Try, Try comes from. Just on the song. Oh, yeah. Just on the song. Send us a message on uh, social media. Just hashtag the Howie Games or put it to at Mark Howard 03 is probably better on Twitter or Insta or whatever. I've been having a couple of people message me lately saying that they're starting to get over the song. So they're 120 mm-hmm. episodes in and mm-hmm. they've hit it, heard it. So other people say it's in their head and they can't get rid of it and they love it. Mm-hmm. Other people are starting to say maybe you should change it. I was thinking about this. What, what do you think? Like I know TV shows. Like I, I, The Wonder Years, my favourite TV show growing up, um, what would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? That, that famous song, I don't know if I got the words right. Yeah. Like that's synonymous with that TV show. So as soon as I hear it, I think of that show. Change the music at this point, Das? That's a great question. Mm. Uh, I mean, I like the song. I think it's I, I think it's very the first time I heard it I was like this is not what I'm I was expecting mm. but I think it plays very well into your interview style and um your character so in that sense I do like it I can, I can understand people saying you grow tired of it after 120 episodes maybe do a, a do I I've got a a great mate that um, I've worked in cricket commentary with who played cricket for England by the name of Mark Butcher. He is a wonderful, wonderful musician. Mm-hmm. I could get him to knock something up yeah, right. along similar lines or along different lines and Ooh. send it through the great Commissioner push. piece. Well, yeah, yeah or right. Isha Gua's wonderful husband, Rich. Isha's been oh. on the show. Now, he's a rock star. He could knock something up as well. Um, What do you think? You think we stick I think that's with it a or? great idea. Okay, we might knock something up and we'll go to a I listener like vote. You've also been learning guitar. Yeah. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Let's go. I would not be ruining there. It's taking a long time to build this show up. We don't need me to play a dodgy D minor and stuff the whole thing now, mate. <laughs> G'day, Howie. Nick here from Brisbane. Uh, mate, I reckon I've listened to every single one of your podcasts and they're bloody fantastic, mate. So well done. Uh, I was just thinking throughout all your episodes, there would be countless uh, number of quotes or motivational lines that each guest would either have a mantra for or or go through to build motivation, um, go back to the well, if you will. It'd be amazing to somehow document all those different sayings, one-liners that, that they use to build motivation. I don't know how you get it into a, into a podcast, but... Um, Certainly, it could be used in, in other forms of motivation, mate. So, anyway, something to think about. Cheers. Good stuff. Keep fighting the fight. We're fighting the fight. Keep, uh, keep we're, we're fighting the fight. <laughs> uh, great suggestion. We're, we're going to get into the world of YouTube, which we can discuss in a, in, a, in another version of the Howie Hotline when it gets a bit closer, which that would work for. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hadn't heard that question before. Maybe we could go like a hold... Uh, you know, one of those calendars with, you know, 
dogs and flowers on the front to make people feel good and every day you open it up and there's, <laughs> there's a quote from the Howie Gaines. <laughs> That's you know, not bad. From Kelly Slater yeah. about doing this or yeah. from Lydia Lasilla about doing that or Liesl Jones. Maybe we go into the calendar area, Guru. A bit of merch. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm trying to think back. I, I guess. There's the, one in every podcast. Uh, there's one at every. It's the last question. Well, what right? advice would you give? Absolutely. You, um, you could certainly compile that. I don't know if it'd be too much as a one-off listen to podcast, but yeah, yeah it's, it's a good suggestion. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll think, about, think it. about it. Maybe a calendar. Maybe a calendar. G'day, Howie. Nathan here from Country WA. Um, love the podcast. Uh, I think I've listened to every episode while fanging around in the tractor, uh, working the farm. My question for you, if you went down with the man flu, who out of all your guests that you've had on uh, the Howie Games would you get to uh, to host for the episode? Um, can't be Gilly, though, because he's obviously done a cracking job uh, interviewing yourself. But, yeah, man flu's got you. Who are you going with? It's a great question from Nath out on the tractor. Yeah. We've had all sorts of media people on. We've had Phil Liggett, the world's best cycling commentator. Dennis Cometti, the first episode we ever recorded, would be fantastic at it. Uh, Martin Tyler, the English football commentator. Bruce McAvaney. I reckon that's where you'd finish, though, wouldn't it? I yeah. think so. Well, now Bruce, for those that don't follow AFL football, has stepped away from football commentary. He's got a bit of time. He's got to get he rid does. of the Olympics. The thing is, if if he had to step in for me, <laughs> you got to be very careful in media. They always say, if you're taking a week off, make sure the person that's replacing you to ask <laughs> is not at your level. And let's be honest, if I had a week off and Macca took over, it was next week it'd be the Macca games. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, Bruce, what can I do for you, Bruce? Just like you are with Hamish and Andy. No worries, Bruce. We'll look after you, Bruce. And I'd never got a, another look in. So Nate Bruce would be the answer, but it would probably be the end of the podcast. It'd be the Macca games in no time. Whatever you need, Bruce. I'll help you, Bruce. G'day, boys. Uh, Ross from Kentucky, in New South Wales. I uh, really enjoyed sitting in the tractor listening to your podcast. Some of the podcasts I really enjoyed, uh, Luke Longley, Andrew Bogart, and I'm not a basketball nut, so those ones that you don't really know too much about are awesome. Suggestions, Jack Miller, MotoGP world champ. He's just, sorry a sacrifice, he's just a good man. Uh, my, my question is about tall poppy syndrome in Australia. What do you think of it? Um, how do we change it? But I think shows like this are a good start. But what else do we need to do? Thanks, guys. Love your work. That's, a, that's, that's an outstanding question. I'm not sure I have the uh, skill to answer it. Uh, first on Jack Miller, I've met Jack quite a few times working on MotoGP. I met him as a 16-year-old, and I can recall that it was out at Princess Park. He could win a world title mm. on a motorbike, this man, in MotoGP, and he was 15 or 16. He was with another guy called Arthur Sissus. I think he's got his name right, and they both took their shirts off and they were comparing scars like collarbones, wow. and then uh, one had had a big cut where his spleen had had an operation on and the shoulder, and I was, wow, this is a, this, that is a tough man sport. Mm. I reckon jockeys and MotoGP riders are about as tough as you get. Tall poppy syndrome is a enormous problem in this country, Das, and more and more so. When I grew up in Australia, it was we would cheer on people having a crack Good on you for having a go. And if they didn't succeed, they had a crack. Whereas now, and the media's got a lot to a lot to um, do with this, we seem to be cheering on people to fail. And if they do have a crack and it doesn't work out, the house of bricks comes down on them. Sure. 
and I've talked. I talk about this with Nick Natanui in the episode. I was about to say how we both yeah. love American sports and American athletes because one, they're confident enough to say. I'm the man or I'm the woman, mm-hmm. and two, the public doesn't slam them for it when they have a quiet game the next three weeks. Yeah. So it is a massive cultural thing in Australia. I wish it wasn't. I'd love our athletes to be able to express themselves as they can, but we in the media don't do a very good job of providing that platform, yeah. I don't reckon. I, I feel like there's a way that it can be done really well and humbly. I, I always thought Roger Federer is someone who is yep. really good at recognising when he does play really well and he puts it very eloquently that he played yeah, well that day. He, he did, but look at Djokovic was here in the Australian summer. Prime example, superstar tennis player. Now, he tried to put a case together for his fellow tennis players to get a better situation here as far as quarantine. Mm-hmm. Some of the demands were probably getting a little bit too carried away. I didn't follow it too closely, but he was getting smashed. Sure. Absolutely smashed. So we have a massive to- – it's always been part of this country. You know, bring your mate down more to your level. Yeah, it's not – it's not an attractive part of this country, I don't think, and it's it's the best yeah. country in the world. So if this, if Roscoe feels that the podcast is breaking that down by half a percent, that's a good thing. Mm. Well, you don't like Novak. Oh, I think coming hot off the back of his COVID, yeah. COVID party, he didn't have the best leg to stand on. No, he's a good tennis player, though. Yeah, that's right. true. Thanks, Rossi. G'day, Howie. Absolutely loving the episodes, and in particular your chat with Kelly Slater, who I get the feeling may just be at the top of the tree. With that in mind, now that you have interviewed him, who else out there would be on your wish list radar? Also, while I have you, you may well just have one of the next great sporting stories looking right across the desk at you. Yep. How about you ask Darcy about his rowing career in high school? Good on you, Howie. Keep up the great work. Robbie and Aubrey. Robbie, from all is your self-publicity department here. What have you got for me? I didn't know you were a James Con- Tompkins-style operator. Well, that's... Uh, I see you more as the cox, to be honest. Yeah, I was. Well, there you go. Yeah. You don't have the guns to be rowing one I of was. those skulls. Uh, bit of background there. Robbie is my uh, is my father-in-law there. Big Howie Games Good on you, Robbie. Fan. Big Howie Games fan. Uh, I did let it slip over Christmas. I had a very short and sharp rowing career back in high school. I think I was... Oh, I don't know, it might have been 14 or 15, coxing the eights at Geelong College, and we went up to Ngambi. For those who don't know, it's just... Oh, there's the championships up there. Yeah, yeah, that's where they do head of the river. It's just, it blo- it's an open lake. It blows an absolute gale, and uh, I got our boat stuck in the <laughs> <laughs> in the reeds on the way up. <laughs> they had to... They had to um, uh, call off the start gun because one of the boats wasn't there as we were trying to paddle out of the reeds. <laughs> Eventually got going. Um, we, we were about eight, 1,800 metres into a 2K race. Yeah. Uh, I heard the little beep of the finish line, so I told everyone to easy oar, to stop, but we hadn't reached the end of the course yet. That oh. was for a boat 200 metres in front of us. Oh, Sally Robbins. Oh. Yeah, so, so half the people stopped rowing. Oh. Half the people started yelling, what are you doing? Oh, shit. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then on the way back, we got so close to the shoreline in the transit lane that I ripped the uh, stabiliser fin off the bottom of the boat <laughs> and water started shooting up in between my legs. <laughs> like Australia 3, yeah. you're going to sink. <laughs> so so that, was, um, that was my first and last head of the river in the last well, I'm time glad, I I'm glad Robbie yep. alerted us to that. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe not. You Maybe you're not the awesome force. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I've thought about it because it's funny. You, you set yourself and... As you know, I'd set. I was that excited. I didn't tell you who the fire was, and I just sent it to you. And I think you rang me. I was that excited when we got Kelly on. 
So it does take a reset because like, oh, who do we get on now? Mm-hmm. We've got some fantastic guests coming up, but I think the next four-year project is Tom Brady. Oh, fantastic. Mm. Seven-time yeah. Super Bowl winner. By the time we get him on, he probably will have won 10 of them. Uh, what do you think our chances are? Everyone said it would be no good with Kelly, so we'll get there. We'll I think get there. I think we'll get there. And if we uh, if we do manage to get Tom, I think that's a all-expenses-paid trip to the States to oh, interview yeah. him do it in person, person because yep, Zoom, I agree. Zoom wouldn't do it. No, justice. that's it. So Tom Brady, thanks for your question, Robbie. Tommy's where we're going now. Hi, Howie. It's Gilby here. I'm a big fan of the Howie games, especially Pickle and Big Penguin. My two favourite episodes are Lydia Lasala and Elise Perry, two athletes that I find really inspiring. What I'd like to know is when is Sam Kerr coming on the Howard Games? Sam's my favourite soccer player. She's amazingly good, she's a great team player and she's funny. I want to know everything about Sam Kerr because I want to be an amazing soccer player too. It would be awesome if you could get Sam Kerr on the Howard Games. Oh, and by the way... Shubman would like you to interview Cristiano Ronaldo and Virat Kohli. Thanks, Howie. See you around. Shubman sounds like her brother. Who's that? Ronaldo and Kohli. Yes. Okay. Wow. Well, let me start at the end. Gilly tried to get me Kohli the last time you were out here. Uh-huh. Didn't quite happen. It o- got to Almost po- did. Yeah, it got to the point of we could do it this afternoon, but it didn't happen. So we'll continue to work on Virat Kohli. Ronaldo... My not fellow Portuguese, which mm-hmm. means I don't speak Portuguese. Um, so we his have, English is pretty good. Yeah, his English is pretty good. Okay, I I'll try. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how we're going to go on that. Sam Kerr, for a start, uh, Gilby, we need to get more female athletes on the show. I get a lot of messages about that, and those messages are 100% something we're working on at the moment. We've got a couple of high-profile female athletes coming up over the next two months, but I don't want to say who they are in case it jinx it. So I've. I interviewed Sam Kerr for Sports Tonight in LA about three, four years ago when I was still at Channel 10. And we had to shoot it down near the pier at Santa Monica. And it was just, it was early in the morning. She was there for an awards and we couldn't get a shot with just, I hate to say it, all these homeless cats walking past and just posing in the back of shot and stuff (laughs) like that. So it was a difficult interview to do. She's wonderful talent and just scored a, Massive amount of goals recently for Chelsea. So we'll try and get Sam on. I'll do everything I can, Gilby. She would be fantastic. Uh, arguably the best female soccer player in the world. So, Gilby. Is it, is it World Cups later this year? Uh, yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah. I reckon it is. Uh, Gilby, hopefully you follow your dreams and you get to play for the Matildas one day yourself. Thanks for joining us on the hotline. Is there any more or not? No, that's it. That's it. That's yep. it. All right. We're probably out of time. I've got to go yep. and call some footy. You excited? Uh, I can't wait. The AFL season's back, which is fantastic. We'll put this out probably after the first round. Yep. You better go and practice your coxing, Guru. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Is this your first live game in... Yeah, well, first one at the ground. We didn't. I did one at the ground last year, the yeah, very right. first game of the season. That was it. So, yeah. It's exciting. It is. Hopefully everyone's right. enjoying the footy. Um, and we're off to go and do a Learn How to Podcast course. Because what did you learn in the last 20 minutes? How to podcast. No, I didn't think you learned anything. <laughs> Thanks for joining us on the How Are You Hotline. Remember, get on the number. It's in the show notes. Send us a message and we'll get you on the show. And if you're listening overseas, send us a message. Don't text us. Send us an audio message. Tell us where you're listening. It fills us with joy. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe. Peace and love. Keep punching. To replay, press 7. Message deleted. You have no more messages. Listener.